산산이 부서진 이름이여 호금종에 헤어진 이름이여 불러도 주인 없는 이름이여 부르다가 내가 죽을 이름이여 심중에 남아있는 말 한마디는 끈끈내 마주하지 못하였구나 사랑하던 그 사람이여 Oh, shattered name Oh, the name that parted in the air Oh, the name without an owner The name I will die calling I could not finish the last words I had in my heart Oh, the one I had so loved Kinka and Kinka, 여러분, 안녕하세요. This is Rome Orhando Jr., Kinka Chingu, Kinka classmate, and the host of Kinka Podcast, where every week we celebrate the marriage of K drama and language learning. Kinka Podcast is now part of the Bunk Collective. It's a playful and creative group of podcasters making awe inspiring content. To know more about us, check out our Facebook page called Bunk Collective or check out our website at www. thebunkph.com Alright, 안녕하세요. 잘 지내고 있나요? 네, 저는 좀 오늘 음 괜찮아요. Uh, I'm actually doing fine. I'm not so high on energy today, but I have to record this episode. I'll be talking about uh, the king, the eternal monarch today. And I'm trying to hype myself up for this episode. <laughs> if, if I don't have All the energy, please forgive me. But anyway, let's start with the vocabulary words. Alright, so we'll begin with our weekly vocabs. We have five today and all of these are from the K-drama, The King, The Eternal Monarch. Okay, so we have five. Let me begin with the first word. First word is Bujok. Bujok. It sounds like Bujok, but it's Bujok. Bujok. Bujok is talisman or charm or amulet. In Filipino, I think we call this anting anting. So, Bujok. Let's use Bujok in a sentence. Teurin angyongrobuto puho bakiwihe. Ke Bujoger mome chinyas sayo. Teurin angyongrobuto puho bakiwihe. Ke Bujoger mome chinyas sayo. Teu wore the charm as a protection against evil spirits. Bujok. Okay. Next word is Pyongheng Sege. Pyongheng Sege. If you know math in Korean, you know Pyongheng, and then Sege is quite a common word, so you'd know that Pyongheng Sege actually means parallel world. Okay, Pyongheng Sege. Let's use Pyongheng Sege in a sentence. Soji는 병행세계 가두죠 있어요. Soji는 병행세계 가두죠 있어요. Sojin is locked away in a parallel world. Okay, 병행세계. 
Alright, next word. Bugum, bugum, bugum. Bugum is autopsy or post-mortem examination. So, yeah, autopsy. Bugum. Let's use bugum in a sentence. Bugum은 마침내 원조의 사인을 약물 중독으로 돌렸어요. Bugum은 마침내 원조의 사인을 약물 아 약물 중독으로 돌렸어요. An autopsy finally ascribed Wonju's death to poisoning. Bugum. Okay, autopsy. Next word, kodo. 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 This is actually not a very new word. I believe you'd have heard of this word like many times in the past, but anyway, we're learning it again today. Kodok. Kodok means loneliness or solitude. Kodok. Kodok. So let's use kodok in a sentence. Dokjurun chashine kodok han sarmur chilgyoyo. Dokjurun chashine kodok han sarmur chilgyoyo. Dokjur enjoys his solitary life or lonely life, but solitary sounds better, so Dokjur enjoys his solitary life. And final word for today is piri. Piri. Piri, okay? Piri. Piri is literally pipe, like the, you know, the, the pipe with, yeah, that shape, pipe. But it can also mean flute at times. So, yeah, piri, pipe or flute. Let's use piri in a sentence. 이거는 소란 속에서도 유연히 피리를 불고 있었다, or 있어요. 이거는 소란 속에서 소란 속에서도 유연히 비리를 풀고 있었어요. So, Egon, yeah, yeah, from the king, from the king. <laughs> Egon was quietly playing on his flute amidst the commotion. Or Egon was playing his flute amidst the commotion. Piri. Okay, so those are our five weekly vocabs. Let's review them. Yeah, Bujok, talisman, charm, amulet. Bujok. Then, Pyongheng Sege, Pyongheng Sege, parallel world. Bugum, autopsy or post mortem examination. Kodok, loneliness or solitude. And lastly, Piri, a pipe or flute. Okay, and then I have a minute to share a study tip. Uh, okay, the study tip is you should try changing the primary language used in your phone or your laptop into Korean or whatever language that you are learning. So yeah, I think I started using Korean on my phone uh, from long time ago. But nowadays, I'm not really using Korean on my phone. Why? No, per no particular reason, but yeah, you can do that. And you know, that will help you be more acquainted with the language. And also that will prevent other people from looking at your phone. Or even if they try, they would have a hard time, you know, navigating through your phone. So they cannot check your emails or your messages or whatnot. If you're the only one speaking or learning that language from amongst your family members and friends. So try that out. Try changing the primary language that you use in your phone. Okay, you should try that. Alright, so that's it for our language session for today and I hope that you learned 
even just a thing from today and yeah let, let's do better next week let's do better and yeah please check out the instagram page for the vocabulary words that are uploaded there weekly or yeah that's usually the case but yeah so now i think i'm ready for the discussion proper so yeah let me just end this part here okay all right so i actually took a day off i mean yeah I, i was recording this episode yesterday and then after recording the vocabulary part i was already dead tired and i decided to just pause and then give myself some break and record it again today which is sunday it's actually 9 p.m right now and that means i'm unable to publish this following my schedule because i usually upload every th- um i mean i usually upload episodes every 6 p.m on sundays and that's just not the case today so I- i'm sorry for those of you who are waiting for this I- i'm not sure how many of you are waiting for this but for those of you sorry for the delay i'm just human and sometimes i feel tired and i'm not able to like follow my schedule especially because i'm doing all the recording during weeknights or no not weeknights well s- some of my podcasts are on weeknights but for this one i usually record it the saturday before the sunday that i publish it and yeah sometimes weekends are just fully loaded and i'm not able to do everything that i plan to do But anyway, so in today's episode, I'm going to talk about the king, the eternal monarch. And yeah, before the discussion and stuff, let me first read to you the synopsis from from Asian Wiki. Okay. So let me just check the page and yeah, I'll read it. In 1994, the kingdom of Korea encountered severe upheaval. The king is murdered by his brother Elim and the king's son Egon is stabbed in the neck, but he survives. The murderous Elim seeks to possess Manpa Shikjak, which is the legendary flute that holds supernatural powers. After a mysterious figure appears with a gun, Elim slips away with only half of the now broken flute. The young Egon holds onto a police badge he grabbed from the mysterious figure. The next day, Egon is appointed the next ruler of the kingdom of Korea. 25 years later, in the autumn of 2019, King Egon governs the kingdom of Korea as its benevolent leader. He is still haunted by what happened when he was a child and the mystery behind the police badge left by his savior. The police badge he held was issued on November 11, 2019 for Lieutenant Jong Tae-woo. Autumn 2019 in the Republic of Korea. Jong Tae-woo is a detective in the Violent Crimes Division at the Seoul Jong-woo Police Station. She's working undercover to take down the operator of an illegal online gambling operation. Meanwhile, in the kingdom of Korea, King Egon chases after someone that is dressed like a rabbit with a clock. King Egon has a feeling that the person dressed like a rabbit may be his mysterious savior from 25 years earlier. 
King Egon mounts his horse Maximus and enters the forest. Soon, he crosses over from the Kingdom of Korea into the parallel world of the Republic of Korea. King Egon finally meets Detective Jung Tae-u. Okay, so yeah, that is the synopsis of the King, the Eternal Monarch. Uh, first impression, I think I agree with a lot of people that this K-drama can be or can seem to be quite complicated. I mean, in the first episode, because there's no clear, there could sometimes be no clear distinction between the Republic of Korea and the Kingdom of Korea. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think this was released in 2019, right? Or 20? I'm not sure. But anyway, when this was first released, I think a lot of the audience were saying that it's so complicated, it's not easy to understand like what is going on. And maybe people were only able to catch up with what's actually happening when the idea of parallel worlds or parallel universes was introduced. Uh, and so, yeah, I agree that this is quite complicated, but it's not too complicated such that people will completely not understand what's going on. It's it's just complicated enough to make people think, yeah, so that you are not passively just watching this K-drama, but instead you'll be engaged with it and then, you know, question things like what what is happening, what's going on. Those kinds of things. So yeah, I I, I kind of agree that the first episode was complicated. But then after the first episode, I, I think it, it just went on smooth. And it was much easier to distinguish which is which. Especially the setup in the Kingdom of Korea and then the Republic of Korea. The idea in the Republic of Korea is just the same as the you know, the normal Korea that we know of, the normal Republic of Korea that we know of, that was the Republic of Korea in The King. Meanwhile, the Kingdom of Korea was set in such a way that, well, it's a kingdom, so there's a king, so there's monarchy. And also in terms of the structures and the technology and stuff, it just felt like the Kingdom of Korea was able to marry two ideas like the traditional stuff and then the more advanced technological stuff so there was that marriage of traditional and contemporary and i kind of like that it was aesthetically beautiful and if if there was a what's this an amusement park or a park that makes you experience the kingdom of korea i would want that it's so maybe you'll think that it's just the same as visiting the palaces or the hanok villages in korea i mean to get a feel of what traditional korea is but the feeling that i've got from the kingdom of korea was quite different and i'd be interested to explore that world more yeah um okay so yeah those are just my initial thoughts and by the way 
the monologue that I did for this episode is actually a poem. It's a she, so it's a poem from a book called Chindalekot or Azalea Flower. But it, it has a second title called Chohun, which means first marriage. Um, the idea and the philosophy behind this is quite complicated. And I don't think I'm super knowledgeable to explain what Chohun is and like the philosophy behind that. Because I've only encountered this when I had an experience translating a poem with a very similar title. But anyway, so the poem that I, or the monologue that I did, which was actually a poem, was from this poem collection called Chindale Kot. It was written by Kim So Well. In the K-drama, in The King, it was voiced, the voice over, the voiceover was by Lady No. And I don't know why she had to do it. Uh, like, was there a reason for her to speak that? Was she related to the author of Chindalikot, which in the real world is Kim Sowal. And he's a famous writer. He's a famous poet, I think. I've heard his name quite a number of times already. And maybe I've also read some of his poems. It's just that I don't memorize poems, so I wouldn't remember what they are. For me, when I read poems, it's just like a fleeting feeling that as I read poems, I enjoy it, and then that's it. There are chances that I might remember the like what's in the poem, but I, I think chances are I'd forget 99% of it. Cause, yeah, unless I had the... Like, I, I had made up my mind that, okay, this poem is a good poem. I'd add it to my, you know, collection of whatever and then read it again in the future. Maybe I'd put it on a, I don't know, a catalog of lit works of literary that I enjoy. Uh, yeah, so anyway, I just mentioned that because, I know I don't know, maybe some people would ask, where was that from or something and maybe you were interested to know more about it, but you had no idea where to look it up. But yeah, so that's it. Oh, oh my, oh my goodness. Uh, I think I didn't look up the title of the... Oh, yeah. The title of the poem is Chohon. And then Chindalekot is the title of the poetry collection. I think if I got it right. But anyway, I'll, I'll put this on the show notes in case you'll be interested to read up on the poem but it's in korean i'm not sure if they have english translations if they do then that would be cool for you if they don't then yeah anyway you're learning korean anyway right so yeah if not then just use google translate or maybe there's available english translation online somewhere okay so there's actually just a few things that i want to talk about in this k-drama that might not have appeared in the other K-dramas that I've watched so far. Well, right now, I've just finished watching Sisyphus, and there might be some similar ideas, theories, or concepts that are there. But anyway, right now, I'll only focus on these concepts that are in the K-drama, The King, The Eternal Monarch. I'll try not to talk about the plot per se, just 
ideas and concepts so that there's no giveaway or anything. But I still think that there might be some spoiler because we're going to talk about these concepts and these concepts are themselves spoilers, I think. But anyway, so the concepts that I want to talk about today is uh, multiple universes, parallel worlds, time travel, and time freeze. So there are four things. Oh, that's not too few. That's quite a lot, to be honest. Anyway, multiple universes. The first time that I have encountered the idea of multiple universes was in Marvel Avengers, to be precise. And the idea is for every decision that people make, there is an alternate universe wherein you choose the other options. So, for example, if for for me, for example, um, going to school, going to a university. So in the Philippines, I don't know how many universities there are, but based on my decision on where I'd like to study college, me I mean in which region I'd like to study college, for example, in Metro Manila, then I would have my options limited. But even in Metro Manila, there's still a lot of universities. And so the idea of the multiple universes or parallel worlds is that in one universe, I would be choosing this university in another universe i'd be choosing something else so on and so forth so there's going to be a how many like different universes based on those like choices that i make and this is only speaking of me as a as an individual but also there would be other other individuals who would have the same possible different choices and so that's a lot of permutations, a lot of combinations, and therefore every decision that we make will create an infinite number of multiverses. <laughs> and that means it's crazy. And I personally don't believe in something like that to exist because it's not a material concept. I mean, well, at least we can't I, I can't imagine a physical manifestation of me suddenly coming to existence because of a choice that I make. Because at least in my own perception, there's only one reality. And that reality is the reality I'm living. But I, I'm not saying that it's completely bogus. I mean, it's... I don't know. I'm just feeling like it's a good plot device and it's a good way to, you know, explore possibilities and stuff. But I don't think it's very feasible. Although, you know, in, in my blog, I'm saying that I'm I'm this, I'm that, I'm that, and so on and so forth here and in all multiverses conceivable. Yeah, but do I have a point why I'm saying that? Well, I'm just saying that multiverses is not easy to comprehend for most people, but you get the idea that every decision that you make creates another universe wherein you make the other choices. So maybe in another universe, I'm not podcasting at all, or maybe 
I'm podcasting, but instead of K dramas, I am doing J dramas, or Spanish dramas, or Chinese dramas, or Filipino dramas even. So yeah, uh, it's it's hard to exhaust all those possibilities because if you like I said, if you try to list them down, that's going to be an infinite multiverses. And I think that's the next, that's the next Marvel movie, right? Infinite multiverses or was that the wording? I'm not sure how it's worded, but I've seen a trailer about that. Anyway, and then the idea of parallel worlds, yeah, it's just the same. Well, I think because it, it's rooted in the same idea, yeah. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't have to explain this even further. But the thing is, using the wording parallel, parallel worlds, right? In the mathematical perspective, there's no way for two parallel lines to meet at any point. Mathematically, I don't think that's possible. If two parallel lines can have at least one, one, what's this, intersection, point of intersection, then they're no longer parallel lines, are they? But then uh, I think that you can have an idea of such a uh, a gate or something. Well, yeah, if you use that, then okay, it's possible to cross from one point. I mean, from one point of line A to another point on line B, if there's such a gate. And therefore, you can travel across parallel worlds. And maybe, yeah, that's the gate that they had here, which was activated by the Manpa Shikchok, the legendary flute. And actually, the legendary flute, Manpa Shikchok, has literary origin. I just haven't read it. I'm not super interested in studying, you know, Korean legends or stuff. But yeah, I found that interesting that it's not just for this K-drama, but... It has its own legendary origin. It's interesting. If you're interested in those things, maybe you have already done your research, right? If not, then there's your cue. You can check out what the Manpa Shikchak is, what's its origin, and what's the story behind it. Is it consistent with the story that was presented in The King or not? Yeah, you can try to check that out. Yeah, so those are just my thoughts on multiple universes and parallel worlds. And then time travel. So two things about time. Time travel and then time freeze. Time travel. So here I am, based on the, like, all the sciences that I've learned so far, time travel going to the past is not possible. But time travel moving forward is possible. I'm not super scientific to explain this in like a really good way. But what I'm saying is the idea of time passing and the the idea of the past are just that. They are ideas. The past is the past and there's no way that you can change it. There's no way that you can go back in time and do something to change something in the past scientifically well i'm not saying that the possibility is zero because you know there might be some some scientific stuff that 
people can figure out later on. So it's, it's not a complete impossibility. But what I'm saying is that time travel towards the future is much more probable than time travel towards the past. Because, yeah, that's just how it is. I think one constant thing about us humans is that we have the ability to just... I mean, the direction of... What is this? The direction of change is always forward? The direction of... The direction of something is always forward. Um, what is that? Is it time or something? I don't know. I'll review my... The book that I read, it's called The Order of Time by Carlo Riovelli. I'm sorry if I got the last name wrong. But yeah, it, it's a very interesting book about time and space-time and, you know, anything about time, time travel, whatever. So yeah, uh, so in, in this K-drama, they did a time travel. I don't remember. Ah, yeah, so the method that that Egon used was that he was in the the place where there was no time and there was no air or whatnot. And then he just had to walk through somewhere and he was able to go to the past. Yeah, the it, it doesn't explain a lot about how that's possible. But anyway, let's just accept it. It's drama, it's fiction, it's fantasy. So we allow these kinds of things. And then the idea of time freeze. This is something that I can never agree on. Yeah, because time freeze, like, there's no such thing as time stopping. And the only time that that will happen, that people around you and the things and the air and the water even that's dropping from the sky <laughs> would suddenly stop moving is if you as a person have become too fast such that you're moving so fast that everything around you seems to have stopped, would seem to have stopped. So that idea of time freeze can only happen if, if you're flash or if you're supersonic. But it would not be possible if you're just an ordinary person and then you're just walking down the street and all of a sudden everything around you stops and they call that time freeze that just doesn't work at least scientifically so the explanation that they had in in the king was well there's no explanation honestly the idea is just that time and space and life on earth is kind of dying and that's why it's going to stop and that that was exponentially the time that the world would stop whenever somebody crosses the line between the parallel worlds was exponentially increasing as they keep traveling from from those parallel worlds and so, yeah, I think I was able to talk about these four things that I wanted to talk about. Multiple universes, parallel worlds, time travel, and time freeze. Not much about the plot, right? I don't know. I, do, I, I don't feel like talking about the plot because 
I've already had my comments on the on my Twitter. I actually have a Twitter thread dedicated to the king, the eternal monarch. And you can check that out on my Twitter if you're following me on Twitter. Yeah, that's how I'm doing nowadays. Whenever I watch a K-drama, I make a thread about it and then put most of my comments there. Sometimes vocabulary words that, you know, what's this? That struck me the most or something that I remember from the episode. So that's how I'm doing it these days. Okay, uh, K-drama word of wisdom. I'm not going to put it at the end of this episode, but instead, uh, instead I'm going to talk about it here. So the K-drama word of wisdom that I would like to impart with you today is this very short phrase, Onoman Sarja, let's only live today. Because in reality, there's only now. There's no yesterday, there's no past, there's no future. There's only the present. The past and the future are just ideas on our minds. So yeah, I, I just wanted to say that. And okay, so I have a song recommendation for you this week. And that song recommendation is from, it's one of the OSTs of the king, of the king, the eternal monarch. It's called Maze. It was sung by Yongju. Uh, it's actually in English, but it's not in perfect English. So if you listen to it, you would recognize quite a number of grammatical errors. But anyway, it's... I just think that uh, it's a Korean song. For for me, it's a Korean song, but with English words. So, yeah, just forgive the grammar and then enjoy the music and the message of the song. It's actually quite interesting if you try to listen to it. And it's also soothing in a way. So, yeah, just do that. And I think that's all for today. I... I'm already tired already. It's almost 10 right now. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you for listening to this and for forgiving me for not making it on time today. I'll do my best to make sure that I'm going to upload another episode next week on time. Okay? So I'll do that. Okay, I'm not really on my right mind anymore. Anyway, 오늘은 여기까지 하고요. 다음에 봐요. 감사합니다. 바이바이.